For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are talking to Reverend Michael Hall. If you tuned in yesterday, you know that we talked about RYM's youth leader training. Uh, we refer to that as YLT, um, just easier to say, obviously, than youth leader training every time. Um, <laughs> so YLT is what we're talking about all this week. And uh, Michael shared some overall vision of RYM, kind of some history. So if you're interested in that and missed it, go back and check that out. Um, so Michael, um, as you gave some details and Again, the information to register at rym.org slash training uh, for YLT. Uh, Michael, what are three reasons you think every youth worker uh, should attend this conference? Three reasons why every youth worker should attend YLT. Uh, there are lots of reasons, and there are three specific things I will highlight. Uh, but before I answer that question, I just want to say something that came to my mind as we were finishing up yesterday. Um while the primary audience of our uh, youth, youth leader training conference uh, are folks who work with youth in the context of the local church, uh, those can be ordained, non-ordained, men, women, uh, part-time, full-time, um, volunteers, uh, you name it. It's, it's gonna, that's the target audience of those working with, the, with, with youth in the local church for sure. Um, but it's been really encouraging because what we've seen over the past number of years is that more and more we're seeing uh, solo pastors, um, church planners, elders, um, children's ministry leaders, uh, parents attending YLT either as the representative from their church. Uh, as we all know, most churches are relatively small, um, and that's just a truth. And God is at work, and kids are being met and encouraged. Um, but you know, not every church has a full-time youth worker to send away to a training. Um, and uh, so we're seeing, you know, sometimes the solar pastors of smaller churches coming. And it's uh, again, it's the three things we'll talk about are, are hitting them where they need to be met so that they can go home and, uh, and help encourage their their congregation in their youth ministry efforts. Um, a couple of youth pastors have started to bring their children's ministry staff um, and it helps them align their ministries and, and build their ministries together. So uh, certainly while the primary audience is youth workers. Uh, those working in this, in churches uh, uh, with students, uh, it's exciting to see the audience expanding, um, and how it's uh, expanding the the both the affirmation of the importance of the church's call to reach the next generation, but also uh, the importance of of a variety of of kind of leaders in the church to to answer that call and to be leading that charge. Mm-hmm. And then, so uh, yeah, and I'm just jumping in on that to say how encouraging that has been. Just as you know, we go every year and you start to have conversations with people and you get to see the variety of people that are there. Um, and it is so encouraging when you see, like you said, you know, a ruling elder showing up or a volunteer, uh, who, you know, isn't getting paid at all. Um, or a, a parent coming along, just wanting to know a little bit more about youth, uh, and uh, yeah, to receive the training that youth workers are getting. So yeah, it, it's really encouraging to hear that. And just those listening, uh, please, you know, make this plug in your church and uh, tell people to come along, even if they aren't in full-time youth ministry. So uh, yeah, glad you said that, Michael. 
You bet. Uh, so three reasons. I mean, there's, uh, there, like I said, there's lots of reasons. Um, but the three reasons that, that I'll, that'll highlight, uh, a, because it will help me from just rambling on, um, as I tend to do, but also it, it does focus. It really is kind of a, the deliberate focus of YLT, um, are kind of these three headings and a lot of things happen underneath them. But the first reason, um, has to do with equipping, uh, under the, the heading of just equip, um, people in ministry need to be continually equipped, uh, to shepherd the sheep under their care. Um, a, because we are incomplete people. Uh, continually need to be reformed and encouraged, and we need to be growing. Um, but if we intend to grow alongside our church and the people we're serving, we need to continually be uh, uh, equipped and to be reminded and to dig deeper and to ask questions of what we're doing and see what the scriptures are saying and 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 hear others ask us questions that we wouldn't even know to ask about the why we're doing what we're doing and the how we're teaching what we're teaching. Um, so there's there is actual content, um, some that will be new for some in ministry. Um, and some that will, it will be a, a very important reminder to those in ministry. And as I said about who attends, you know, some of the folks who show up at YLT, um, they're brand new. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago meeting a young couple, they'd been married for about a month and they'd been on the job for about two weeks, you know, and they, they showed up at where their, their church had been sending youth workers to YLT and they were here to, they were here to learn, um, and to grow and to build, begin their ministry. Um, and they were very green. That didn't mean they had no experience, but they were relatively young. Uh, one of the more encouraging times I've had is uh, a handful of years ago, uh, a gentleman who I would consider kind of someone I look up to in ministry had not been to YLT before. He was, you know, probably 10 years ahead of me in ministry, um, uh, came to YLT. I was so encouraged. He was hosting one of our, uh, our church interns and, and just hearing his affirmation and encouragement of what it was for him as a man with 20 plus years of youth ministry uh, in the church experience, saying how he was challenged and encouraged and how he needed to be reminded um, uh, of the content. Uh, you know, we're looking into the equipping piece. We are at YLT. We're teaching a, a particular philosophy of ministry um, rather than just coming and hearing kind of a, a, a shopping mall um, a collection of important topics taught on by really great speakers, which is a very important thing because we do have a little bit of that going on in our conference. Uh, but real, the real heartbeat of of RYM's youth leader training um, is the, the 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 core content of our philosophy of ministry. Now, when you hear philosophy of ministry, there's no way I can briefly say what that's all about. But to help you understand what we mean about it, I'll say what it's not. Uh, the philosophy of ministry is not what tells you what you should do in your ministry. Um, it's not about methodology. Um, you know, we come at ministry with a fixed theology and we're aiming at the methodology. How do we, how do we reach our sheep? What methods do we need to use? But the thing that connects our methods to our theology is the philosophy of ministry. It's the, it's kind of the looking glass, the lens through which we, we take our theology and, and move towards our people. Uh, so there is a great deal of content to learn there and it takes multiple seminars. And, and honestly, you know, just to be completely clear, YLT is built to run year to year to get the full philosophy of ministry kind of ch uh, chunk. Um, it's a two year track. So the equipping is not only about our philosophy of ministry and teaching that, which is not about how you do what you do. Um, but it gives us all, uh, from a reform perspective, a kind of a common, uh, lens, a common, uh, 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 system to consider how ought we be going about ministry in our local context? And it's neat because there are urban churches located uh, coming to YLT. There are suburban churches coming to YLT that are they are large, affluent 
church leaders coming. There are small rural church leaders coming, and they they really can rally around the philosophy ministry um, in a way that is unifying and encouraging, uh, rather than thinking they all have to come and try to be like that guy at his church or that girl at her church. Um, the philosophy ministry is unifying and allows you with a freedom to go and apply um, and flesh that out in your local context. Um, so the key piece really is uh, the equipping chunk that is not only the philosophy ministry, but is rooted in that. Um, I showed up at YLT for the first time after eight plus years of ministry. We'll talk more about this later in the week. You know, I had experience, had a seminary degree, blah, blah, blah. Um, but when, after that first year, I went home thinking, finally, I feel like I have some tracks um, uh, to run on, some anchors to think through why I'm doing what I'm doing, how I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, and the beauty of it is, is that the, uh, the teaching staff, as they talk through the philosophy ministry, help me see how these things are not just good ideas, but they're rooted in scripture and they're rooted in the way God has been moving towards his people um, covenantally from the beginning. Uh, and, and, and how fundamental that process is this call to reach the next generation with the, with, the, with the gospel, with the content of who God is and what he's done for his people, uh, his glorious and mighty deeds over time. The second thing, so first thing is equipping. We need that. Uh, we never arrive. Um, and, and, you know, side note, with great humility, if you're out there right now and you're thinking, I've arrived, I don't need more content, um, I'm going to pray for you. Um, uh, <laughs> and you need to I just, thought that for a, yeah, go ahead and register right now if you're that person. That's right. Just, <laughs> just click go. Um, uh, and I say that with with you know with total humility because I um, yeah I digress. Second thing, why why come to YLT? Equip. The, the second heading is connection. Connect. Um, youth workers. Uh, we 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 do this to ourselves, but also the nature of kind of our our call and position of ministry is we are we are often isolated. Um, we're either isolated within our own church um, because we are dealing with this uh, this subculture within the church. Uh, we spend a lot of our time thinking about. Uh, the youth, youth culture, adolescent culture, pop culture, um, and and things have changed so much in the past 20 years. There really is sometimes a, a a world gap between the people we're ministering to and focusing on and the rest of the church. Um, for whatever reason, it's you know it's frustrating at times, but oftentimes the rest of the staff kind of sees the youth worker as kind of the the junior staff, and they just kind of do their own thing or whatever. And um, and also churches, this is something that hey, I'm giving a shout out to the whole church here. Um, we tend to be very sectarian and we like to kind of keep to ourselves. and we, we begin the conversation with the other churches in town, either with jealousy or with or with contrarianism. And, and again, I know there are differences, but we need to remember that uh, some of our best assets in ministry are right around the corner um, because we're often laboring uh, at the same ends. And amazingly, what I've learned over 20 years is more often than not. Um, the truths that we're clinging to and sharing with other students are more alike than they are different often. So we need connection. Um, that was what Joey saw as he went to that campus ministry training year after year and saw how it was building a flourishing community of leaders. They would go back to their actual sort of isolated world and do ministry, but they had a connection to the broader community. Um, they would rub shoulders. You know, so you're rubbing shoulders with other men and women from all over the country who are doing the same thing to a certain degree. You are sharing the same struggles wrestling with the same uh, call and laboring as best they can to do it. So there's an immediate connection and, in, and, uh, and you build community that way. We were never meant to live life on our own. We were never meant to, you know, we were never meant to be Christians on our own. Um, you know, two things, at least two things happen when we come to faith, you know, we are, our, our sins are taken care of. We are united to Christ and we are completely loved and delighted in only always evermore because of Jesus. When we come to faith, 
in him, but we are also immediately and eternally connected to another community of people, uh, the family of God. And in ministry, and if you look at the scriptures, if you just did a little search about one anothering in ministry, um, it is it is all over the place. Um, ministry and being about the people of faith is a thing of community. So as we go about ministering, we can't we can't give and foster in our own churches what we ourselves are not you know uh, uh, living in and enjoying and benefiting from, and that being community. So YLT gives you a context of connection with youth leaders on a national level. What we do at Youth Leader Training on Wednesday morning, we spend uh, at least three hours in prayer groups together, which some people think, how would you spend a whole morning in a training and doing that? And it's like, it feels awkward at first when you come, but then year after year, it becomes this lifeline for you. And those prayer groups are often designed as best we can kind of regionally. So you would maybe be able to connect with someone who you might actually have a chance to see or connect with again during the year. But I'm hoping also that the connections made at YLT will foster and awaken a freedom to go home and reach out to some of the other youth workers in your community, maybe who don't come to YLT, whether they ever come or not. But you know how the sense of, wow, connection is life-giving. I need to go and connect. So not only do you get the connection at YLT, but hopefully it encourages people to go and make more connections in youth ministry. Yeah, and Michael, um, just a word about connection to jump in on you, mm-hmm. too, is how encouraging it is how you know, people from all over the United States are coming to this thing. And so you're getting to connect with people, you know, again, coast to coast who are doing youth ministry in a vastly different context and get to have these great conversations. And and even, you know, we need to say just different denominations are coming to this thing. This isn't just one denomination. And so you're getting to hang out with people from different denominations. And, you know, we we, uh, can be unified around the gospel of Jesus Christ. And even though we have some some denominational differences. And so just that connection is very rich and very deep uh, to be able to interact with people that you, you know, don't get the opportunity to interact with at your local congregation. That's exactly right. And it's a great thing just to tap on there in terms of connection and connectivity. Um, you know, it's important to remind, to remind just our audience and anyone who hears about us. Um, it's, it's, it's not unknown that there is a campus ministry on a college called RUF that is a denominational ministry. It's connected to a particular Presbyterian denomination. We, uh, our RYM are not governed by any particular denomination. We are an independent, um, ministry, uh, have been from the beginning, Though our roots are in some people who are a part of a particular Presbyterian denomination, our board now has multiple denominations represented. Um, YLT, there were like 10 denominations last year, uh, over almost 110 different churches from 26 different states. Um, and we truly are, uh, yes, the thing that unites us is less about denomination and more about, sure, we we typically have um, folks coming who are looking at the scriptures and ministry from a reform perspective, um, which is which is unifying, but, but even still— uh, uh, it's the gospel that that kind of fuels our fire, so to speak, and seeing it through a reform lens is helpful. Uh, the last piece of the puzzle, um, so to speak, it's not really a puzzle, but the last kind of reason I couldn't encourage people to go to YLT more, and again, I personally experienced this as well as John was saying, is encouragement. Uh, come to YLT to be equipped. Come to YLT to, be, to get connected um, and to enjoy that connection, but also come for encouragement. Um, you know, the pathway to healthy and sustainable ministry is not just having the answers or not just having some other youth workers to, to call when you're, when you're asked, when you have questions to ask, but it, it is to be reminded um, over and over at the very least annually coming to YLT that Jesus is the one at work um, and that he is the one saving. He is the one uh, uh, changing lives and you are a servant uh, for his name's sake. 
Um, and we come there at YLT year after year. I did, and so many others do. We come tired. We come frustrated. We come sad. We come burdened. We come struggling personally, um, relationally, you name it. Um, uh, we, we, we feel like maybe we just aren't cut out for ministry. And what happens at YLT through our evening teaching that we'll talk more about as we press on in this week, um, uh, we truly want you to leave that week um, as if the gospel has washed over you um, in a brand new way, um, that you are so convinced of the smile of the Father over you uh, as a son or daughter of the King uh, first. Um, even as Jesus said to his disciples when they returned, saying, hey, don't rejoice that that all this stuff is happening. I gave that authority to you. Rejoice that your name is written in my book of life. Um, I know you and love you. Uh, and I go from here with confidence that that will never change. Um, and so that encouragement piece, uh, it comes as a result of the connection and hearing the content. But there is in prayer, there is a deliberate um, desire of ours to bring the gospel preached from the scriptures uh, to wash over our souls and encourage us um, as we head back home uh, to life and ministry. Yeah, Michael. And it's funny, as you were mentioning each of those, you know, equip, connect, and encourage. Each time you said one, I'm, I was thinking, yeah, that's that's the main reason. And then you'd mention the next one. I'm like, well, no, that's that's a good. They're all so good. But, I mean, that encouragement piece at the end, uh, I, I can remember, I mean, I was showing up a few times just very discouraged in ministry. And then after that week, just being so blessed and encouraged uh, from my time there. Uh, tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit more specifically as we're talking about the training and, and all of that. Uh, some of the main speakers for YLT 2019 at both of our uh, locations and some of their areas of expertise. So tune in tomorrow. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, John.